This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. <laughs> Right, wherever you are in the world, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to Bradford City vs Notts County preview live on Twitter and on TikTok. So today we're going to go through the post-match uh, barrel game, we obviously got postponed, pre-match Notts County game, the latest Bradford City news, the weather forecast for the Bradford game and score predictions. So I am joined today, and hopefully they can all hear me, Stan, Diane and Chris. Good evening. Good evening. Hi, uh, got you. Have you got I your phone know. charged up? I knew that would have come. Oh, <laughs> have that you got your phone charged up, Chris? Yeah. Got your phone charged, charged up? That phone's oh. fully charged up, aye. Can't yeah, two seconds. I've just got a parcel coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what? Right. Yeah, of course you are. Don't forget Cheers. to sign it. You need to sign the parcel. I don't need to sign it. It's Argos. <laughs> oh, Diane, I love you sometimes when things just randomly happen. So, Diane's got a parcel. We don't know what it is, but she's got right, a parcel. Don't know what it is. It's an egg poaching. I've bought my dad a DAB. I've been nice and bought my dad a new radio. Have you bought him a dab radio? Yes, yeah, so he can listen to the football. Yes, he doesn't know that he's got it. I'm, surpri I'm surprising him. I've, everything he does for me, you see, so. Right. Let's get this. Oh, hold on. We've got DJ Lee here as well. Uh, why won't it let me accept DJ Lee? It's DJ, ah, DJ Lee speaking. Someone's already done it. Thank you. Right. So we're live on X and Twitter. So Twitter, just keep asking questions away. And no, I don't work for TalkSpot. We're just sponsored by TalkSpot. Uh, let's start off with the dismal, shocking... <laughs> Post-match Barrow obviously got postponed. <laughs> so, what, did anyone go to the game? Yes. As you can tell with them photos. Yeah, oh, Diane, I bet you're in your element, love. Oh, I worry me element. Did you have to get mop it and, uh, bu bucket and mop out? <laughs> oh, I did. God, he's fit. <laughs> is he fit? Oh, he is. On a scale of 1 to 10, how fit is he? Uh, ten. All oh, right. Did Did you go, Stan? I didn't. I didn't get round to getting a ticket, you know. And um, so I'm going to hope for one that might pop up on the uh, the midweek rearrangement. Uh, where's Callie? Uh, Crypto Bantam's ass. No idea where Callie is. She should be on her way. Hopefully, she normally turns up late to these things. Uh, did you go, Chris, to the game? No, I didn't manage it, mate. You didn't manage it. Uh, what about yourself, Lee? Did you watch it, on, or did you attempt to watch it on iFollow? Well, I was going to do, but it got turned off at uh, an hour before kickoff. Yeah, oh, sorry, 
What a, you know. So I had, I had a lovely, I had a lovely trip down Barrow. Though I went to. Oh, we saw photos. I think that. I went, yeah. the, I went to the docking museum. Oh, Highly yeah. recommended TikTok. Get you sent to the, uh, get yourself to the docking museum in Barrow. It's free, and it's fantastic. <clears throat> and then I took a end up going to, uh, end up nipping to the rugby club, and there was some like little market on there. End up getting girlfriend, a, a birthday gift. Oh. Reasonable price, little, little market, so it wasn't that bad. Uh, so, anyone else got anything on Barrow? No, it didn't really happen, but were you pissed off? I was absolutely or... gutted. Yeah, me too. I, I wanted to what? Chance for three points. Oh, a little bit of the pitch. He must have had an update date with his missus when he must have had an update date with his missus or something to call it off. Yeah, did you see the, did you see the uh, little meme thing I put up on there? On yeah, the yeah, I did. <laughs> I showed my dad and he cracked up laughing. I know, I'm here, it puts smile on people's faces. Yeah. Right, so uh, I'm going to go on to the Notts County game next because I've got some more stuff I want to speak about the Barrow game, but it's going to go into the latest news part. So, pre-match again, uh, Notts County, and I say thank you, Miss Diane, for sending me the referee because... The app it's I okay. use is absolutely shocking and it did not update. So, the referee is called Dave Rock. Oh. Uh, it must be rubbish at rock, paper, scissors, but here we go. So, in the EFL trophy, he's had three appearances. He's dished out 12 yellow cards, no second yellows, no reds, two penalties. In League One, he's dished out, he's had 12 appearances, 48 yellow cards, one second yellow, three red cards, two penalties. In League Two is dished out, uh, he's had 11 appearances, he's dished out 40 yellow cards, two second yellows, two reds, one penalty. FA Cup, he's had two appearances, six yellow cards, no second yellows, no reds and no penalties. In the EFL Cup, he's had one appearance, one yellow card, no second yellows, no reds and no penalties. Altogether, he's had 29 appearances, he's dished out 107 yellow cards, he's dished out two second yellows. Five red cards and five penalties. And then the last couple of games we have played with Notts County, we've won one, drawn two, lost two. And previously, uh, August the 11th, 2012, we lost 1-0. 2013, we drew 1-0. In 2014, we lost 3-0. 2014, we won 1-0. 2015, we drew one all. And then still in therapy after the 2023 game when we got absolutely battered for two. Uh, just a bit of stats for you. So, Notts County are currently 14th. They have played 34. They've got a goal difference of three and they're on 47 points. We have played 33 games. We've got a goal difference of two and we've played 46 games. We've got a game in, oh, we've got two games in hand. Uh, our top goal scorer is Andy Cook, who's had 13 goals, 14 assists, and he's played 30 matches. And then their deadliest person is Longstaff. 23 games, 6 assists, 34 goals. A uh, bit of an insight. Bradford are ranked 20 in goals scored per match, 1.2. Ranked 14 in shots on target. Uh, per match 4.2 haven't have scored six goals in the last five games Notts County ranked one goal scored per match two goals have conceded the most penalties this season 13 so we probably might get a penalty tomorrow last off is the competition's top goal scorer on 23 goals and then we'll go to the Simon Parker stuff and his prediction lineup is Sam Walker, Tompkinson, Stubbs, Kelly, Brad Halliday, Kevin McDonald, Alex Gilead, Lewis Richardson, Callum Calf, Andy Cook, Clark Outdoor with Subs Smith, Wright, Chapman, Point and Rydall, Wadesworth, Doyle. Top goal scorers Andy Cook 15, league position 16. Last four games we have lost against Wickham in the Cup, but they played really well. Sutton won 1 0, MK Dons won 4 0, Wrexham won 1 0. Captain Richie Smallwood sits out 
as the delayed second game of his ban. Lewis Richards is set to return after his concussion protocol, but Matty Platt is still out of a hamstring. Knox County, predicted lineup is Hamilton. Oh, God, here we go. Marquardt, Baldwin, Cameron, Adam Chickson, who left for City, Jordy Jones, Jim O'Brien, Dan Corlett, Sam Robinson, David Matondrick, perhaps not correctly, Longstaff, and then subs is Bostock, Neymar, Austin, Rowlinson, Blockett, some other lines of that, and I'm not even going to pronounce that name. Uh, leading top goal scorers, Longstaff 24, they've lost against Sutton, they lost against Hull, they lost against Wrexham, and they won against Newport. The referee, David Rocks from Hertfordshire, when he last charged of City's game in the goalless draw against Northampton in 2000, uh, April 2020, match odds are 12 to 10 for City, 2 to 1 for North County, and 13 5 for a draw. Last time sides met, City were blown away by four goals in the first half before recovering to lose 4 to 2 on the TV at Meadow Lane in November. And I'm going to have a quick breather. And I'll see Miss Callie's joined us again, typically Miss Callie. Always late. What's your excuse this time? Uh, so, <laughs> we'll start off with Stan. And just, what's your thoughts on that team? And I'm going to have a quick breather. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think I, I need a breather just listening to that. Um, well done for do, getting all that in. Um, I, th- I think he's obviously going to keep a similar side in team. And um, I would imagine... You know, we'll probably hopefully carry on where we left off at um, against Wickham. Um, we've got to take that momentum. Last Saturday was obviously uh, disappointing in that we weren't able to carry that through. Um, it's fairly even. We seem to do all right against them at home, don't we? We don't. We're not that that great at their place. So I would hope. Don't know why these things happen, but I would hope that carries on tomorrow. So um, well, like we did against Wickham, I think we'll be all right. Diane. So I'm, I'm on mute then. Uh, like I say, it's a good team, good strength team, and hopefully we'll do another win against them. Hopefully we can do what they did to us, get four goals in the first half against them. Hopefully we'll have to try to stop Matty Longstaff, won't we? Being leading yeah. goal scorer. But I think we can do it with the squad that he's put out. And yourself, Chris? I'm in agreement to be honest with you it's a bonus that Small was not on um, but I think again yeah with how we've played it was just a just a bit of a hitch not playing in that momentum over last weekend but if we're training and we're still getting it like that I think we'll, we'll win might not be by a, a massive margin but I think we'll do them at home I'm not scared of it DJ Lee? Sir, no to worry about. I think they've had a week off. They'll be refreshed and ready. Mr McDonald needs his rest these days. He's knocking on, you know. I think I think we've got a more than fair chance of beating him at home. I think it's a strong side. And I like the attitude. You know, I listened to that interview with holiday and there seems to be a determination throughout now anybody you hear talking that they're going to finish this season really strong starting with Notts County on Saturday hopefully and I was oh she's back again you know you know shake it about Kelly where is she had to speak her and now we should be able to hear Miss Kelly I don't know what happened there. As soon as you said DJ Lee, it, everything just went quiet. So, yeah. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all well. Um, <laughs> crypto, I'm here. <laughs> I've just seen you. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing Cookie and Kavanagh to- together tomorrow, hopefully. I think mm. them two are going to create a lot of um, trouble tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Uh, what's your excuse for being late this time, Kelly? Uh, I'm cooking. I was I literally started cooking, and then I thought, oh, I looked at the clock. I thought, shit, it's after seven o'clock. <laughs> All right, and you know what I'm going to ask you next, don't you? Go on. What are you cooking? Um, I'm cooking pork chops with stuffing, um, potatoes and carrots, and a Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> 
Oh, oh. did. No. <laughs> I hope you're seeing that Yorkshire pudding, madam. I'm seeing in the Yorkshire pudding, yeah. It's the... That's all right, then. People, <laughs> I you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I do, yes. Yes. We'll yes. stop there. <laughs> all right. An anyone else having the dinner or tea or breakfast? I've just finished mine. What did you have, Stan? I, I, uh, I've been a bit different last few weeks, but I reverted to type and I had fish fingers for my tea tonight because I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Didn't know. Wish I had some. I'm mad out yet. Have you had all to eat, Diane? <laughs> I have. I made slow cooker chilli con carne with jacket potato for my tea tonight. Oh. So there you go. Oh. Slimming. Chris? Uh, I, walked, I walked into the kitchen and saw that there were two sausage rolls on the side, so... Stuck them in the oven. And that were me with a bit of brown sauce. Sounds a good one, eh? Sounds a good one. I'll get a bit peckish after this and go probably go back in and get somewhere else, but I don't know what yet. Hey, I'm in that way out, me. I just don't know what I want. <laughs> I've started some off on uh, on TikTok now. Uh, so, Ken, he's having a Chinese. Oh. Uh, go on TikTok. Because we... What else is everyone having for the tea? Or dinner or breakfast, wherever you are watching the world. So, Ken's having his Chinese. Ch Callie, how's that, 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 Ken? What are you having? You having egg fried rice? Oh, G Kidson, I'm having a pizza. Please don't tell me you're having, um, what do you call it? Pineapple and ham or whatever it is. Inspire me some. What are you I'm having, though, Johnny? Oh, I've already had mine. I've had chips and uh, chicken. Just the contact info. Oh, lovely. And then we've had Ben, who's having a KFC. Nice. What are you having, Ben? You're just having chicken and chips. Uh, Eddie Howe. Oh, I pissed myself if that's actually Eddie Howe, but I doubt it. He's having a chippy. Ken's having a salt and pepper box. Eddie Howe's having a chip butty. Happy days. Oh, uh, Crypto Banton is going to order a Chinese. On this podcast, we go from talking about football to food to dating instantly. Where do you get a decent KFC in Bradford, isn't it? They're in. I went to one other day. Horrible in Keefler. Yeah, there's just crap. I don't mind Broadway when it's not too bad. Luke is having a sausage roll. Odd Ken, odd son. Right. Uh, anyone else got anything they want to chat about the pre-match Knots game? Uh, interesting what Lee had mentioned about um, the interview with Brad. I missed that, but um, it is quite feasible that you know if, if the team get their heads the mentality right there's no reason why they can't really big push because I've said all season that this squad is good in for whatever reasons a myriad of reasons we haven't been consistent with big times etc um but yeah you know good good I'm glad to stop thinking that way it's obviously you know it is it, for me it is good enough to get in the playoffs Okay, uh, we've had Ben. Uh, I think he means Bailden, but it's but Bezeldon Bolton. Uh, bottom KFC is good. Uh, right. So moving on now to the latest Bradford news, and I'm going to put a bit of Barrow into this. I'm going to ask a couple of questions. So everyone on Twitter, X, Facebook, on social media, you've probably seen the Willy Wonka chocolate factory farce. What happened up in Scotland? when kids were getting, like, one sweet per person. It's been all over social media. So that leads on to me to asking questions, even you on TikTok. When is it you've spent money on something, football-related or yeah, football-related, and it's not gone to plan or it's broken your expectations? So, Stan, we'll start off with you. Uh, the day I watched my first Bradford City game... Um... Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I, I think I think there's some games that you I do actually I do actually remember the game going back in the late nineties, and uh, I was kind of moving heaven and earth to kind of get to the game. Um, like my mate, we just kind of got it there in time. The taxi driver was was doing proper getaway driver um, to get us to the game, and uh, if I remember rightly, we lost. I think it was rubbish. That's the thing. The first thing I can think of off the top of my head. What about you, Diane? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Literally, I have no idea what I've spent money on. Like, last Saturday, yeah, definitely. Disappointment. 
we're not playing and it's still a shit ground as i said but yeah i've been spending money to go up there and then to get it uh, rearranged or postponed for a little bit of grass is ridiculous yeah so what about yourself yeah, uh, what springs to mind with me is um, the old, old trip down to Wembley when we played Millwall. Because we got down there, me and my mate, John, that I go with, he brought all his entourage of family. He got nine tickets. And was, as we're going in, he realised there were ten of us. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, oh, crap, what do we do here? <laughs> so we went to Bradford City and we tried getting a ticket. They'd said no you'll have to go to other so we had to go to millwall end Ooh. and walked in to get a ticket so we queued up guy at um one at stewards basically said to my mate you better cover up because no one wants to see that there absolutely bricked it got a ticket walked back all the shame got a seat and then we watched that and it all went to pot when their fans came onto the pitch, started going for McCall, and then when we left, watching them punch police horses and try and fight him with all the rest of us, and this, that and other, it was just shocking. It's just a, a bad, bad taste in your mouth all the time. Yeah. That that was the what? year that, that Millwall got, got voted Family Club Family of the Club. Year as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. family club. Yeah, if I had to show, show your kids how to fight, that was. Exactly. I think it were all families that were fighting, wasn't it? In Millwall. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember driving into that game, and our coach took us past all the Millwall fans, and they chucked at our coach whatever they could get their hands on: table, chairs, cones, absolutely everything. I, I had the same in the, uh, the semi-final the previous year down the wall. Got a coach and then um, <clears throat> on the way back, coming out the ground, uh, basically got um, bottle thrown at the window, smashed the outer window. In fact, going back up the A1, there was a uh, roadworks. We went on the on the detour. Somebody had um, turned the sign so it was the opposite way around. So it took the coach driver about an hour to realise we were going completely the wrong way. So uh, ended up getting back into Bradford about five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and what about yourself, Lee? Have you witnessed the game, or have you wasted like money on iFollow, or have you? Not really. No, I, I've just never. I'm just. I never really get that disappointed. You know, I just. Just water off a duck's back is what it is. Yeah. Call it. <laughs> I can remember a few times when. Um... I couldn't get to games and Mr. Johnny would message me because I obviously I follow has got that time delay and Johnny would always message me and say goal or <laughs> and I'm like sat there waiting for the goal to happen that has happened loads of times yeah I think man similar to that it's when I couldn't go because when I was working on nights at Mintex and stuff just it's only real disappointments that I couldn't actually get there. <laughs> so I've got I've got two horrible stories. Uh, Callie knows one. Uh, when we went to Blackpool, and I think we were three or four nil up at half time, we end up leaving and end up going to a casino, uh, and I think it finished five nil, and we just had to swap jackets and stuff just so we could get in, into the casino. Wow. And I think uh, Ken's put that as well uh, on TikTok, Blackpool away. But the other one is uh, when we played Gillingham last season. And clever me, I've bought a, a Premier Inn. I think it yeah, Premier Inn. Is it right near Bin Depot? Uh, I've gone down and uh, my mate Richard rang me, said game's been called off. I'm like, great. Couldn't cancel my hotel. Couldn't change it. So I end up staying a night down in Gillingham. Watching England lose, I think the final. Italy won it in final. All right. Anyone else got any other horror stories they want to share? Okay. Right. Everyone's favourite part. Stan, it's your time to shine. So the weather forecast for the Bradford game, sponsored by. 
Stanjama Photography, where your image is my focus. Right. Oh, nice. She's remembered it this week. So, some, uh, the, where are we? So, Saturday is going to be rainy, so you need your big coats and your hats. Dan, you need to wear your pink, pink hat. So, everybody so, can see me. Yep, so the sunrise... Oh, the sunset. Oh, the sunrise at six fifty-two, and the sunset at seventeen forty-eight. It's going to absolutely chuck it down. The highest it's going to be is going to four degrees. But when I look on another weather forecast, it's supposed to snow. And that's your crappy weather forecast for today. Right. Everyone's second part, sponsored by Stan again, is the weather. Uh, the star predictions. So, Stan the man. What's your score prediction? Well, I, I'm going to carry on in the theme of um, making predictions for the last two or three games. I think 2-1 City. Ooh. So that means it's going to snow tomorrow because Scan stands on a, a prediction. Diane? I'm going to go away 3-0 to City. 3-0, OK, you're going to get a... Chris? I'm also going 3-0 to say. Okay. DJ Lee Lee Lee. I see no reason to uh, go against that 3-0. Come on, City. Get in, Lee. I'm going to do something new for you. Oh. And oh, Miss me. Callum. <laughs> uh, I think we're going to do well tomorrow. I think it's going to be a 2-1 to say. They're absolutely shocking. Right, uh, so TikTok, get your score predictions in, and we'll read them out. Oh, Ken thinks it's going to be 4-3. Uh, G. Kitson thinks 3-0 City. Ben thinks Bradford are going to win 2-1. Uh, and if anyone... up, oh, Crypto Bannon thinks 3-2. We've got BC, AFC. Ellis thinks it's going to be 3-2 City. Come on! Come on, City! Uh, BFD, Finlay thinks it's going to be 3-1 City. I think it's going to be, I think we're going to get revenge. And a re, uh, revenge is a dish, whatever, what's, that, what's that saying? A revenge is a di dish served cold? A revenge is a dish, dish, it is, I can't remember it now. No one can say it. If anyone can, no. revenge. A dish played, served cold. That's it. I think Bradford are going to win. I'm going to go 4-0. Oh. Yeah, clowning about. We've got Kyle uh, thinks it's going to be 4-1 Notts County, typically. Uh, remember, TikTok, keep your score predictions coming in. Uh, we've got Ben. Uh, ben, on the way down to Oldham, we got stuck in the snow and my car for three and a half hours, you poor bugger. I'd say as you, though, Ben. Uh, I went down to football with a couple of mates. End up taking the wrong road and got stuck on the farm track and I end up getting pushed. They had to jump out and push me out of the snow. And it was, yeah, it was cold. Uh, so keep your score predictions in. Anyone else, actually? I will go back because we're... What time is it? Oh, I've got loads of time. Actually, I've remembered. Uh, we'll go back to the Bradford news a minute. What's everybody's thoughts on the northwest corner moving to the lower end of the cop. Uh, I think it's personally going to be a bad idea in a way because you'll have people who've been sat in them seats for God knows how long and I don't think they'll move. Uh, just say, Stan, what's your thoughts on it? Um, uh, also, why should they move? Um, yeah, it, I mean, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it other than if I had... Uh, if I had a season ticket and I was happy with where I would be, then I'd want to stay there. I mean, obviously, if a, if a drum came near me, I'd be, I'd be seriously considering where I sit. Um, I don't feel strongly enough about it. I think um, it's... I mean, because they had the uh, the K-block section, didn't they, in the upper tier of the cot with the flags, etc. Uh, and that could have taken off, but that sort of then didn't last... Um, more than half a season or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I think if if people don't want to move, then then stay where you are. Don't be compelled to just because they're obviously. I mean, it was good against Wickham, 
when it was in the lower tier, but that's also because everybody was congregated in that area, concentrated in that area. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Because what I make of it as well is, obviously, they moved, they had, the club had this really big idea of moving everybody to the cop, to the northwest <coughs> corner, and I think it started off well, but then obviously the northwest corner and the cop would cause like World War Three with each other, they'd be trying to outsing each other and stuff like that. Uh, so my thing on it, if it works, it works. But if anyone does sit in the northwest corner, I would love to know, did they promise you anything to get you to move over to the northwest corner? Palace Hill, probably. I think rumours were, I don't know if it's true, that the apparently they were going to put, uh, say, standing in. But by all accounts, they're not putting that in now because it costs too much money. So if anyone's got any thoughts on it, let us know. Uh, Diane? It's, I'm saying, Stan, what about those that are in the B-bot, like the seats where they are, are they, they going to be willing to move because they've probably had them seats quite a few years? Um. Mm. I think it'd be best staying at Northwest Corner. I know that might make me sound like a marky, but I think it might be best. Staying yeah, at Northwest we've had, Corner. So we've had Ben on TikTok again. Uh, just uh, again, TikTok. I know we're live. Uh, personally, can't see people moving. They should have it. Uh, they shouldn't have to. And flags will be in the way of view of. Yeah, I've seen the flags in the corner where I sit. I sit in the nineteen eleven. The the little posh seating. So if you. Do see me sat there, give me a wave. Uh, Ken thinks it should be top of the cop. Personally, I've seated in beat block and ain't willing to give up my seat. Yeah, go for it. Uh, hey, up, hey, oh, sorry. Uh, Labib, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Can you hear me? Yeah, just saw you sneak in there, bud. Yeah, how you doing? You all right? Yeah, yourself? You well? Long time, yeah. yeah, yeah. All good, all good. Just to pick up on that point... Um, I, I think it should move, and I think it should be behind the goal, either lower tier or upper tier. But I think with it being stuck away in the northwest corner, it, I think it's too isolated. If I'm honest, I sit in the Midland Road, and at times I struggle to hear. I can hear it, the noise that they're making, but because I kind of sit closer to the away fans, at times I can hear them far clearer and far louder than I can our own fans. Um, so I think it needs to be more central. I think it's a little bit out of the way. I take, take on board the points that, that people have made, that if you've already been sitting in the lower part of the cop and you've been there for a few years, it's, it's a logistic nightmare to accommodate the atmosphere section there. I get that. Um, I, I sit, I, as I said, I sit in the Midland Road a couple of times when we've had big cup games. You know, I've had to move and relocate, um, which is a bit of a pain. Um, but overall, print, on principle, I think it's better. It would be better off um, at a kind of central spot um, behind the goal. That's that's how I see it. When we had that K block, um, when they were doing all the flags and the banners, I think, like I said, the club actually encouraged them that lot to move to the northwest corner when they established that um, atmosphere section. And like you said, like you pointed out, I think the intention was to create a safe standing area. And I think that was some of the incentive why a lot of people moved over. I don't know if it would be any cheaper to make the lower cop or the upper cop safe standing. Um, so, again, logistically, absolute nightmare. I wouldn't like to try and sort that out. But from a fan's point of view, I'd, I'd love to see it behind the goal. Yeah. Before we just go to Stan, we've had uh, Kyle uh, chirp up on, on TikTok. As a Chester fan, last time I went to Bradford, I thought your atmosphere was really good. Yeah, it can be when everyone sings together. Uh, back to Stan. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the, the, the principle that Labib's making in terms of, like, it, it would be better. I, I would almost... I, it was Mark Lone, wasn't it, who opened the um, the Bradford end for the, for the home support as well. About a decade ago, whenever it, whatever it was, and 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 I do that. I think, obviously, they're not going to do it mid-season, but they, they kind of have to do it as, as some kind of consultation. I'm assuming they are they're putting out some consultation, aren't they, with the fans? Um, they are, yeah, yeah. There was that survey a couple of days ago, wasn't there? 
Yeah, that's right. And I mean, you know, if people are prepared to move, then then I'm all for it. You know, uh, in that respect, I think um, I, I think with regards to atmosphere at the ground, I think a lot of it does depend on on the mood, the the, the kind of general zeitgeist in terms of either the the way that the club is or the team is at that particular time. And, and obviously, if the team are, are basically um, uh, are basically doing well and and really putting a shift in, then it kind of tends to be reflected as well. Also, the referees can um, unify everyone. When you get a crap referee down at Valley Parade, then then we seem to be this like uh, uh, you know the, the world's against us kind of mentality. But it'd be interesting to see what the feedback is from the fans and in what the club does because I don't have confidence in the club that they that they will have the best solution either logistically or, or kind of politically with the fans in in that sense um but yeah i mean i'm i'm all for it and assuming assuming you know there would be safe standing then yeah whatever i think behind the cop you know kind of especially you know sucking the ball into the back of the net but i think if we did that we would have to maybe open up the Bradford end for the home fans just because the amount of tin pot teams that come in and turn us round or try to turn us round for the first half, um, which would, in my opinion, negate that, hopefully, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, so before we go to uh, Chris, uh, we just had some more TikToks coming. Uh, FLV, I feel if we were bottom of the cop, uh, everyone is included and we ain't singing two different songs. I agree there. And then going back to your part about the, uh, you know about like the TL Dallas was TL Dallas stand. Is that the yeah? Yeah. So I had a friend who basically went there for the Wickham game, and she said it like was horrible. It was shocking. Uh, this basically the seats and stuff and the pillars all in the way. But I agree with you, stand there. It's like Wickham game when they don't bring enough fans. We should actually open the TL Dallas stand up and let Houghton fans sit in there. So then the home fans are all the way around. I know it's like on, uh, I think, uh, is it Labib who said he sits in the Midland Road or you sit in the Midland Road? Yeah, it's me. I'm in the Midland Road, yeah. Does it still say on your season ticket uh, on about stuff about if they bring a big following, they can kick you out of your seat and move you somewhere um, else? Is that still well, the T's and C's? I, I know that that applies for the cup games. I mean, the last time it happened was um, in the playoffs when we played Carlisle. Uh, they gave them the whole of that Midland Road stand, didn't they? So I, I had to move to the cup for that game, which, you know, you can understand it. But obviously on Saturday, Notts County bringing a big following, they'll have them last two blocks in the Midland Road and the whole of that Bradford end, won't they? Yeah. Um, so I'd. I mean, I'd start, when I started coming to watch City many, many years ago, I used to go regularly every week in the Bradford End. And that used to be the atmosphere section. You know, that's where it certainly was. did. Yeah, that's, that's where it used to come from. Um, obviously, it was, a, it, was a, it was a shed back in those days. Um, you know, just a single terrace. But that's where the noise used to come from. And it... it because, like, I think Stan made the point earlier, that because people are more um, condensed into a smaller area, you know, it generates more noise. Um, and it might be something to do with acoustics as well inside the stadium. Um, like like I was saying earlier, you can kind of hear the, the away fans sometimes louder than, than our home fans. And that's really because they're, they're condensed into a relatively small area. Whereas, you know, the northwest corner, I think, just spreads out a little bit. So, do you know think- the TR Valley stand? How much does it actually hold, roughly? I've, I've no idea, but it doesn't look that big, if I'm honest. Um, it look finished. It never has. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when you see pictures of it on the inside, it looks very, very tight. And it's, it's a shame that, um, you know, we don't use it regularly enough. I think I do generally agree with that point that we should be putting home fans in there and um, and spreading our home support around the ground. When I've, I've been to away games and you see home stands that are not in use, I think it just looks a bit a bit shabby, you know, uh, when you've only got a kind of three-sided ground that's in operation. Um, you know, I'd, I would, I'd love to see all four sides of the ground 
in use, and in particular Bradford ends to the Bradford fans. We've had Lucas BFD reply to us. He's saying it holds about 1.5k. So if that's yeah. that there, the, yeah. Midland, the Midland Road then, how many does that hold? Midland Road? Roughly? That's about seven, is it? Something like that. It's about five or seven. It's somewhere in, in, in those yeah. songs, that ballpark, isn't it? I, th- I think... Yeah. So as well the the seats because it has been it has been neglected because I mean relatively speaking was it up before the Midland Road or uh, stand was built in terms of like that that iteration of the Bradford end because um, I know that a lot of well Bradford fans and and uh, away fans have said like the toilets there are an absolute disgrace um, and and so at the moment whether it's just because the seats are not in, in a fixed state in the, in the bottom ten, the bottom tier of that, they've got that obviously as advertising banners, aren't they? Um, so they've done all the seats, aren't they, Stan? They've fixed them all up. In, well, in, all of them in... in, in right, yeah, 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 probably, yeah, because obviously we've had like some big away, big away following this last year or so, aren't we, with, with some clubs that have brought a following. So that's probably what it, it boils down to. But I've sat in there a couple of times, and it's not the best, but, you know, sort of... Is it, is it still an issue in that end where they can't serve alcohol because of you can see the pitch something something daft like that from from the bar? I, I don't know. I don't know that um, to be honest. So that, that probably is the thing because it is pretty much. I mean, that bit of the ground is so tin pot in it in terms of like it, it looks like an average uh, league two away sort of ground. If you just looked at that sort of that stand itself that that kind of that end um so yeah so i uh, you're probably right labib i think it, it probably is the case and yeah so th- there are restrictions obviously so if they do go ahead for example uh oh sorry did i ask uh chris chris did you ask didn't know, ask me either <laughs> sorry get away on myself it's been a long week yeah uh, chris so what's your thoughts on it sorry the Cop and stuffer. Well, I went onto that survey and I said, leave it where it was, purely because it didn't make sense to me for uplifting other people, like like what everybody else has said. But I do see the sort of the, the, the quality of them being behind the goal. But again, it's it's going to be upheaval for other people. So, I'd, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm. And what about yourself, Lee? What's your thoughts? I kind of agree with, you know, if it's not broke, don't fix it. But I've, as a former Bradford End supporter for many, many years, Mark Lawn, my cousin Paul, everybody, we were all in there and it was the noisy part of the ground because, largely in those days, the cop was open. No roof, nothing, but... I've got a heart for... Do you remember just after the fire when we came back to Valley Parade, that Bradford end was all standing? I kind of hope they'd do something like yeah. that because there was a good atmosphere in that Bradford end. They just walk, and it, it's always been the same, so I just hope they can do something. But I don't think as a noise section for drum and stuff like that, it, just leave them where they are. It's not fake. If it's not broke, don't try fix it. But get that Bradford end in use. I completely agree with Lee. I remember when it was Bradford end, um, and standing safe standing in that Dallas stand would be amazing. You know what I mean? The ones that want to stand. That's that's what I was saying. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I sit in the bottom of the cop at the minute, but I only sit in the bottom because obviously. Laney start when Laney started going to the games when she was like six, seven years old. I felt it was safer for her to sit in the bottom end of the cop. Um, the only problem I've got with it is I'll take you back to Doncaster away when the lads all had the pyro party and they were just they were off their heads with drink and whatever else. They spoiled it for a lot of fans because they were just they just stood up in front of everybody. Um, even disabled people. So I would be a bit worried that that may happen in the bottom of the cop and that's going to cause issues on on its own. Uh, I used to prefer it when they were all in K-block. They were above, above behind the goal, they were up at the top so they could stand up 
and mess about as much as they wanted and it didn't affect anybody. And, and yeah, and I think, and I, I prefer it when away fans are in Dallas stand and we're in, uh, in the cop and the rabble are in the cop because I think that creates a better atmosphere. So I, can, I remember, do you remember sorry, the, Liverpool, the Liverpool friendly game that we did for Stephen Darby a few seasons yeah. ago? So again, flashbacks to that. Uh, well, yeah, Johnny missed most of it because he, he got a bit drunk and he fell asleep in his seat. <laughs> but, a bit um, drunk. But that that game, the atmosphere, that is, I think that's one of the best atmosphere games I've seen at Valley Parade for a long time. And it was just a friendly, wasn't it? And but they we filled the 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 ground was full to bursting. We had Bradford fans and, and Liverpool fans were just all together, and it didn't matter because it was a friendly. And the atmosphere in that was absolutely banging. The roof was going off and everything. Mm. Stan, you got your hand up, bud. Yeah, yeah. I think um, like the, the the point uh, probably it would be best served being up. On the upper tier, because if you think of the acoustics, the uh, you've got the roof over that. You're closer to the roof, and that sound will will bounce against. Reverberate. <laughs> yes, it will. It will bounce. The, the sound waves will bounce upwards and out, and and kind of almost amplify it. So I think that's that's really um, a good, you know, a good kind of um, point to make as well. The other thing as well, I think it. When 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 everyone's unified in the ground and we are sort of um, uh, you know sort of like really into the game, I think a lot. I'm I'm all for like the uh, the, the you know the this kind of ultras area if you, if that's what you call it. The two loudest games I can remember, um, the Leeds United one in the cup when we beat them two one. The the atmosphere throughout that whole game was so loud uh, from the City fans. It was amazing. But the other one was the Liverpool when Weatherall scored that. And I, yeah. used, I used to oh, man, I used do the pitch. What that, and I was on the pitch at the end of that game and I'd never heard it as loud as that, as, as that game. Dan, you got your hand up, love? Yeah, talking about the um, atmosphere, it would be better if they didn't move it into the top end of the cup. Because do you remember when we played Arsenal in um, Cup? Yeah. The run in 2013 or 2012, when it was that day. I must admit, my house looks over Valley Parade from where I live. I can see Valley Parade. And obviously, I could hear the noise on my back doorstep. It was just vibrating right up East Bowling when everybody was shouting and everything. So, with the roof, I could just hear it all. You knew what was going on. Again, though, at those times, just like Callis said, that was when they were all up in K-Block. Because I've, I've been in um, Banton's Bar now for a, a decade or so. And when it moved over from K-Block to uh, West Corner, you don't get that same sort of noise reverberation. And you can't hear them half as much as what you could do when they were in K-Block. So I think in K-Block you could hear them from most, most around ground. So if the club, in their wisdom, go ahead and decide to do it, so what will happen to the northwest corner then? Will it still be there or will they just close it off again? Or will they just make it like the family stand again? Do you reckon? If we've got supporters that want to go into it, they'll make it a family stand or something, won't they? I bet. The, 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 the point I would make also is, whilst we're having this discussion, um, the, the cynics amongst us, and, and I'd probably include myself in that, is, is this a bit of a kind of um, a, a signal of the club trying to get ahead of the predicted downturning season ticket sales because picking up that last question if they do move it to the lower cop or even the upper cop what they do the northwest corner uh, and obviously what we'd love to see is a stadium packed out week in week out right um and all of that northwest corner filled in all of the bradford end filled in but uh, if you listen to a lot of people and the way obviously we don't know where the season's going to end um, but the, certainly the first half of the season wasn't a lot to shout about and I think even then the club were perhaps predicting that would be reducing the number of our season ticket sales I don't know what people think about that 
I think I think uh, on on Labib's point, and I think you've stirred the cynic in me as well. Because just going back to what Johnny was saying about um, Brad's interview about uh, earlier that they're all going to sort of, um, you know, sort of obviously they're pushing for a big push at the end of the season, which may be true from their perspective, but the the, the kind of choice for them to use that as the interview that's going out, that, that I, I agree, that's probably a ploy for the season tickets and and. Because obviously the the the, the mood and, and and general kind of zeitgeist amongst the fans this season has been poor. Um, not blaming the fans, I'm blaming the club, and um, and so in that respect, yeah, I think the Cine Kinners would would sort of do that. I, I suppose it, the option is then is rather than try fill the um, the um, the northwest corner, is shut that off and then just put people into the rest of the cop. Because rather than move them from one part of the ground to another, just move them somewhere else in the cop or on the upper tier or lower tier or whatever, then you've yeah. got a full cop, which would yeah. be better than a dissipated northwest corner. Exactly. And it's, it's what we said earlier. People make more noise when they're a little bit more condensed, right? So you get everybody together, squeeze them in a little bit for the, for the want of a better expression, um, and then that will generate more noise. And just like I said, close off the northwest corner, uh, there's no point, you know, just people being scattered in there and not making much noise. That's what we all want, I would assume. You want a good atmosphere. You want it to be intimidating for the UA team. You want everybody to get behind the team, you know, um, and, and support the team, which is what we're all there to do. Um, and I think, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to tomorrow because um, it's what, you know, I think most of us would class as a big game in the fact that Knots will bring a big following Um and it's always better, I think, when when you get a big away following. It just generates that atmosphere. It increases that kind of excitement. It builds that tension. Um, and, you know, whatever happens in the 90 minutes will happen. But it just makes for a far better occasion than when you get a couple of hundred people turning up. No disrespect to those smaller clubs, but we all want to see a packed-out stadium with a big away following to generate that kind of atmosphere. Kelly, you got your hand up, love? Yeah, um, there's also quite a few seats covered up in the bottom of the cop, isn't there? Is there about three or four rows right at the front that are all covered where nobody sits? Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think everybody in the wisdom when we're scoring onto the pitch, I think that's why they've done that. But if you've noticed as well, they have exactly the same at the back of the cop. They've got like two or three rows covered at the back of the cop, what I find a bit strange. That is true. That is a bit odd. So Charlie no, can't police the whole of the cop, can he? So what do you say, Sam? I said obviously Charlie can't police the whole of the cop. If everyone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if everyone remembers Charlie getting under the pitch to get his grub. <laughs> so we've had a couple of TikToks come in. We've had uh, Maddie who says uh, basically she wants the section where. Basically, move everybody out of the northwest corner and put them up. Up. Uh, we've got Gene Kitson who said up. Well, we've had uh, Ollie reply, get them out of the northwest corner. Uh, so, Stan, would you say up or lower? I'll, I'll go for go for upper, uh, based on I think what would probably be better acoustically. And that's first time Stan has not sat on the fence in a while. So, move over to Diane. Up or lower, Diane? Upper cop. Uh, Labib. Sorry, I'm still still on mute. Um, personally, I don't I don't mind um, really. Uh, again, without wishing to kind of upset anybody who's already seated in the lower cop, um, it might be easier to convert that to lower uh, to safe standing. I don't know. But for me, I don't, I don't mind if it's the upper cop or the lower cop. I, like I said, I'm, I'll sit in the Midland Road. But if somebody came along and said, we're going to house you to accommodate the um, atmosphere section, I think I'd lift as well. So I can I can see it from both sides. But personally, I think it should move from the northwest corner. So would you say it'd be lower cop or the top of the cop? From my point of view, I, 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 don't, I don't really think it matters. I think... If the club is, is interested in safe standing, and I think we do have a lot of fans who would be interested in safe standing, it might be easier to convert the low cop. 
Chris? Uh, I think upper. DJ Lee I, I, I would say lower, personally, because uh, if you put them up there and they're known for being misbehaving, you know, it's a bit steep up there. You're going to be picking some of them up off at bottom, aren't you, because they'll be falling down. Yeah, and then we've had Caden, who's put top of cop uh, off the TikTok. Either Callie? or, either or. Callie? I'd, I'd go for upper cop because going back to my old school days, that's that's where it used to be. Away fans in TL Della stand and our fans in top of cop. So we've had Ben on TikTok who's put upper if uh, mm. going for another couple of minutes. So TikTok upper or lower, just put what you're thinking. Uh, so uh, is anyone at the game tomorrow? Are you going to stand? I kind of have something on and I may either get to the game very late or I might not get there. I can't say any more than that, but uh, yeah. So it's it's 50-50 for me. Staying on fence again. Which, no, it's like, it's, it is something that um, it's not unavoidable, but it's basically I am doing something and um, I won't say too much. It's nothing dodgy or anything, but it's just, um, yeah, I, I'm kind of doing something, so I will be hoping to get to the game, however late. <coughs> but if not, then they're not. But I, I never miss a home game, so so it's quite unusual for me not to go. And before we go to Diane, a uh, couple of TikTokers. We've had uh, KP. I think the family stand would be brilliant. And then... Uh, Kay's put top of the cop. Ben's put upper. Uh, so, Diane. Yep, I'm there tomorrow. Definitely. And Labib, yourself? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus... Serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Sorry, I was distracted. Just trying to reply to a message. What was the question again? Uh, are you going to the game tomorrow? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am. It's my first game for about six weeks. Not oh, yeah, since, all, since the um, Salford home draw. Um, obviously, being down here in Nottingham, and then uh, actually had the nerve to go on holiday <laughs> halfway through. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah. And what about you, uh, Chris? Are you going? Oh, yeah, I'll be there. Get there at about one and a half past one, season ticket. And then uh, have a few beers. And then watch that wonderful, Bradford wonderful, Ames. wonderful squad that is Bradford City. Speaking about drinks, does anybody remember Allen's? Say that again. Does anybody remember Allen's that used to be down Manningham Lane on right hand side? When he got to Mecca. Hot <laughs> drinks, black currant, lemon, oh, sarsaparilla. Beautiful. <laughs> Lee, are you, are you watching on iFollow tomorrow? I will be there spiritually, yes. Sadly, uh, a certain date which will remain uh, unmentioned. Okay. Catching up, so yeah. Miss Kelly? Yep, um, as long as that snow doesn't decide to drop on Nottingham in the morning, I'll be uh, driving up, yeah. And right, Callie, ev everyone's been asking for this feature for weeks and weeks and weeks. 
Was that, sorry, did I just say we've got another Nottingham-based supporter as well? Yeah, I mean, I've been in Nottingham for quite a lot of years. All right, okay, all right. Uh, are you as well? Yeah, yeah. Been uh, whereabouts? Here. I'm in Carlton, Gedling area. Oh, yeah, I'm in Hucknall. All right, okay. Yeah, we need, uh, we need to start a Nottingham-based uh, Bantams group. We do. We can get a minibus hired up and get, yeah, <laughs> I know. get yeah. a designated driver. That'll be ace. Because I know there's a couple of lads just down the road in Grantham, and they they travel up every week. So um, we could do that. Yeah. yeah, that's a good idea. There you go. <laughs> so, Miss Kelly, right? People have been asking for this feature for a while. Uh, how's it going on with the Welsh? I can't remember how Stan described him. The Welsh. Lothario. Yeah, the Welsh Lothario. How's it going on? I've not heard anything from him, to be fair. Not a sausage. <laughs> and then you sound have... really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> well, what can I say? I'll be at vaults tomorrow if anybody wants to come say hello. <laughs> if anybody's All listening. Right. Before we disappear, all you to be in Bradford Arms. We've had someone who's uh, putting a spanner in work, so we've had Grace. Drum would be great in bottom of cop. Top of cop, there's a lot of misbehaviour. Nobody, or not nobody, comes from me, Lemo. <laughs> so Grace is the troublemaker at the top of the cop. There it is, proof there. Uh, right. So, anyone else have got anything that else they want to rant about, rave about, chat about? Were you going to go back to the, uh, the the Barrow saga with regards to the actual referees? Is that what you were sort of alluding yes. to earlier? Ah, yeah. So, obviously, the Barrow game, uh, I went to the Dock Museum. I know people who join in late on TikTok. Next time you go to Barrow, go to the Dock Museum. Fantastic museum, and it's free. Went there, went to a craft fair, got Sarah some stuff for her birthday. What's tomorrow? Happy birthday, Sarah, for tomorrow. Grand age of 43. Plus... Over ages, I think. I think she's forty-three. She'll uh, kill you if you get it wrong. <laughs> She'll crypto. kill you, everybody. Well, hey, up. Callie's attracting him again. Uh, crypto Bantam, Callie, you've got an admirer who's going to buy you a drink. Sorted. So there's, <laughs> yeah. there's Callie's free drink. What does Crypto actually look like? Because no on his pro. I've just looked on his profile. There's nothing on him. You need to put a profile picture up, Crypto. You just need to slide into his DMs, Callie. That's how it works these days. Slide into his DMs. <laughs> oh, this is like dating with Callie. It turns into dating with Callie, doesn't it? Oh, it does. <laughs> so, Crypto, slide into Callie's DMs like people normally do. Just slide into her DMs, have a chat with her, meet up, and we'll see if they're Is this a euphemism, this sliding in thing? Um, no, not not euphemism. I'm, I'm just too old for oh, Come on, Lee. Don't, don't go there, man. I'm not. I'm not. It's just, you know. You know what happens when you go there? It gets disgusting. It's just it's useless. Messy. That's what it is. No, it could be an episode of Catfish. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I, so, can I just say, I'm still, wait, I'm still waiting for my photograph. I'm waiting for Stan to make me look even more beautiful. Yep. <laughs> so one minute for he's gonna put a picture in a minute for you, Kelly. Oh sorted. I'll have a I'll have a delve into that, I'll have a look. So if a Bradford City getting battered everywhere, there you go, that's from a Barnsley fan, Ryan. Here we go, they're all invading now. We've had Leeds fans, Barnsley fans, I don't think we've had any Carlisle fans today. Right. Well so, they've got their own problems, haven't they? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no refunds on Harry Lewis. <laughs> so Thank you, everybody, for coming along today. Thanks, TikTok, for coming along. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. Don't forget, we've got a little small Facebook page on Facebook. Bradford City. Uh, chickens, no, up the chickens. Bradford City, up the chickens on Facebook, where we do a golden goal, the Super Six, and we do a golden booking as well. Uh, if you like the podcast, head over to Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever you get your Apple Mute, uh, wherever you get your podcast services from, and search for Chickens on the Loose podcast. And also Twitter and YouTube, hit the like button. Thank you for coming along today, wherever you're in the world. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Have a good night and <coughs> up the chickens.
Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier line of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.